I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, everybody. Thank you for tuning in all around the nations to this week's extremely special episode of Live Your Best Life with, of course, Mila's right. And it, you are in for such a treat today. I am going to have joining me for today's conversation a true spiritual mother who mentors people from every age and all around the world. And she she's a sought after prophetic teacher, prophetic voice, just a, a woman with a beautiful heart and a very, very deep relationship with Jesus. She's also authored seven very successful books with her amazing husband, Brian. Of course, I I am absolutely overjoyed to be able to welcome into the conversation with me today, Candice Simmons. Candice, welcome. Good morning. It's so wonderful. Or afternoon, I don't know whether it's afternoon or evening where you're at, but anyway, so glad to be with you, honored to be with you. Um, I just love, you know, talking to the nations and traveling the nations and uh, just mentoring people about dreams and visions. So feel like I'm with the right person. I just mm-hmm. got to hear your testimonies the other day and so amazing of how God has visited you and the love that he's He's overshown you and overshadowed you. And uh, I've had some of those experiences myself and I'm so blessed to be a part of what God's doing on the earth right now. We're so excited to see him explode in uh, with his glory through the churches and uh, through the gatherings and all that he's doing on the earth today. It's it's wonderful to be a part of. So thank you for having me on. Oh my gosh. It's an absolute honor. Honestly, Candice. I mean, just all the years that you've been in ministry, I think, what is it like 45 years or something you've been in ministry, just traveled the globe, is it? Yeah. And uh, been a missionary with Brian and did all you've done birthed a, a church and, you know, and there was obviously the arc, which was the movement that was connected to that, the network of, of church relationships that you were overseeing and all the books you've authored and the passion translation you're working on with Brian and, and on and on. I mean, just, and the way that you both just love people, you are both of you true spiritual parents in the body of Christ, which is so needed. So but one of the things I wanted to, to, to talk to you about Candice is, um, one of the ways that Jesus moves through you, I think, is profound and a very needed gift in the body of Christ right now. And I would call it prophetic exhortation coming to you through dreams, because I know I know when we've talked before, you're a prolific dreamer. You know, and you, you were saying even yesterday when we were speaking how many dreams you'd had the night before, you know, and you've you've obviously down the years become very experienced in dream interpretation and helped you know, countless numbers of people now really have a rich dream life and engage that aspect of their relationship with Jesus that way. But when I've heard you speaking, it's like you share words of knowledge, but they're coming to you through these amazing dreams you're getting from Jesus that are so pure. And then you release them as exhortation and it's just empowerment into the body of Christ. And so I wanted to start there really to ask you to, first of all, 
Are there things that the Lord is particularly speaking to you about this way at the moment? I wanted to start there and then I'll go on and ask you a few more questions. But um, what's he showing you that you think could really release strength into the body right now? Because we all need it, right? We're in crazy times, a lot of pressure. And um, and I know the your voice is so pure, you know, because your relationship with him is so deep. But can we start there? What's he saying to you? Well, I've had several dreams about uh, God's goodness to us. I mean, I feel like during this season, people have wondered, is he really good? All the things that we're going through. And I mm-hmm. believe we really need to pull into his heart today and, re- and be reminded of his goodness. And I brought some of my dreams, some of my uh, most poignant dreams that the Lord's given me recently. Amazing. And um, I thought maybe I'd read one of them and share yes, what please. God has said through it. Yeah. And he, recently I had this dream where I saw lots and lots of people, they were carrying these heavy backpacks and they had binoculars and they were looking down the road. They're trying to see as far as they could see and they, they weren't able to focus. So they were in so much confusion and their heart was really totally on carrying those heavy backpacks and they couldn't get their heart uh, away from trying to see and not being able to see and being so confused. And then I heard a voice speak to them and it said, look up here. And some of the people weren't even able to lift their eyes to heaven to look, but the ones that did immediately, the burden just dissipated into thin air and they were translated through the clouds up into the heavenly throne room. And as they did, I heard the Lord say, look and live, look to me in all my glory and live. And they looked up And they saw him um, on the throne and all of their burdens, all of their cares just just disappeared. And a long awaited strategies that they had waited for, waited to hear, they began to manifest as fiery scrolls from heaven right there around the throne room. And they began to go into them and they were unlocked for such a time as this, the plans that, that they needed to progress. He released them into their hands and into their heart. And finally, they were able to focus on what God had ahead for them in the place of his love, in the place of his presence. They uh, just went into that place of of his love and his presence, and they never wanted to leave that place. And they understood that that's the place where we receive what we need for this next season. And so I just believe that the Lord is saying to you right now, it's time to come on up. It's time to release those burdens and cares. And it's a time to hear his voice saying, look up, look up, look and live. I have everything that you need for this next season. Don't look at uh, the gas prices or any of those things. He said, just look to me. And I will give you what you need for this season. And I had another dream about Goshen. I've had a lot of dream about Goshen lately. And that's the place that uh, was given to uh, Joseph's father um, uh, when he went to, to Egypt. And the Pharaoh gave him a land set, a, set apart for his family in this difficult time. And we're in a very difficult time. But I the Lord just keeps telling me that he's gathering us up in the land of Goshen, that he's taking care of us, that he's providing for us. The things that touch this world won't touch us when our heart 
is in communion with him. And the communion is that place of Goshen, that place of rest that he's provided for us. He has a resting place for us. And we don't need to, to worry about where our next meal will come from, where our paycheck will come from. He has promised already in his word that he is going to provide every thing that we need. He wants to take you in to that safe place of his heart. We're in, when we're in his presence, there's nothing that can come in there and steal and steal and destroy like the enemy does. But he wants to just take you into that wonderful place. And mm-hmm. just, is it all right if I share one more dream? Oh, please do. Honestly, yeah. I can feel the power of the spirit of God moving as you're speaking. And and actually, I'm sure you can feel this family, the, this fresh faith igniting while you're speaking, Candice, and you're, what you're prophesying to us. And Sherry, I can feel it coming straight from his heart. So please do, because this is the strength we all need right now. Hey, we need to hear straight from the throne, straight, straight from the heart of God. Right. That's where we need it. And, yeah. and I've had a lot of dreams about apple trees and, uh, if you know, the apple tree is Jesus because he stands above all the rest. And in this dream, I was uh, in a garden, this beautiful garden, this beautiful orchard. And uh, I wanted, I was so hungry. I just couldn't get filled up. And I just wanted to find the best tree in the garden and the best fruit. And I came up on a tree that was so beautiful, had so many apples in it. And I knew when I woke up that it was Jesus. The apple tree was Jesus. He wants us to get under that gray shadow and he wants us to blossom in his shade. As we take the apples, the golden promises from his word, and we uh, we hunger for them. And as we eat them and we digest them and, and uh, just turn them over in our spirit, uh, he's going to take care of all the needs that we have. Proverbs 25, 11 say that apples are apples gilded in gold and surrounded by silver are his promises. And as I was in that place under that apple tree, all of a sudden the tree began singing and it was singing a most beautiful song. I couldn't sing it here, but it's like the angels were singing to me. And I realized that the Lord is singing a song over us. And it brought me to Zephaniah 317, where it says he rejoices over you with singing. He rejoices in your love. How good and kind is the personality of our Lord Jesus, that he sings over him, over us. Actually, the Trinity is going around us singing. They call that the perichoriesis, the dance of God as a chorus around us. He's singing over you right now. Can you hear that singing? He's singing over you. He's dancing around you. He's with us night and day, day and night, uh, like the living creatures. Only God is around us. Can you imagine? He's around us day and night, rejoicing over us. He says that you are his very favorite one. And as my husband says often, he puts a crown on our head and he just waits for us to grow up into that crown. And he helps, he nourishes with his promises, his apples, as we feed on them and as we rest in his presence. He wants us to move into a place of rest, of going into the place of his goodness, the place of his heart, the place of his love. It's his love that, uh, just keeps us where we need to be. So just run into his love, run into that apple garden, into that orchard and take of all that he has provided for you. He's provided everything that we need, the scripture says. So we just thank you, Lord, for that. 
Thank you for your provision. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your love for us. It's so, uh, so inviting, so wonderful, Lord, life-changing. Thank you for your apple garden. Oh, beautiful, powerful, powerful words filled with Holy Spirit's life. My goodness, I could feel his love and and his yearning for us to, to experience him as our source. You know, he wants to be known in this hour, doesn't he? Truly known that our hearts would rest in his goodness, in his kindness, in his sovereignty, in him providing for all of our needs out of his glorious riches. Hey, and just that his power would be displayed through our lives. Like it says in Ephesians 1, you know, the apostolic prayers of Paul there is what I was was coming into my spirit while you were speaking, Candice, just that, you know, every moment of every day, we would experience his power moving through us and providing for us and him just convincing our hearts afresh of his goodness. And no matter how difficult, and it's just in this hour where things are very, very pressurized, I think that the testimony of Jesus is going to be established in the midst of us hey, at a whole different level. And I think he's going to take us, well, I can feel that in his heart, this invitation to take us deeper into him because there's no other way through. You know, we absolutely, he want, we're absolutely created to walk in union with him and to, to know him as our true source of life. I just... I think for me, when you get divine perspective right now, which is obviously what you bring, you bring divine perspective, you're bringing the truth to us. You know, I think when we have divine perspective, our reality changes. And the Lord is saying to us right now, don't take your read of reality from the narrative of the world, but come back to me and listen to what I'm saying to you. And and obviously what you do is bring such strength through the prophetic gift on your life and your relationship with him too is at this critical time where we really, really need him. So Candice, I wanted to ask you another question that I know a lot of people are uh, are wanting to know about at the moment, which is how do we position ourselves? How do we prepare ourselves to really hear the Lord in our dreams as we go to sleep? What are the things that you have learned down the years that really work, that position you to flow and steward this gift the way that you do? That's a good question. Um, there are a lot of things you can do. And the main thing I feel like is to set your room up like a sanctuary, get ready to hear from him. And uh, sometimes I'll meditate on scripture, or sometimes I will uh, have, will have worship music as we go to sleep, whatever it takes to get into his presence before you go to sleep and uh, set it up. You know, if you don't believe that you're going to hear, then you're not going to hear. So mm-hmm. In your heart, just say, Lord, come to me tonight. You know, I'm waiting, Lord, just like Samuel. I'm waiting to hear from you, Lord. There are so many ways that he speaks, but I don't want to miss any of them. He works the night shift, I'll say. He comes in the night. He comes every night. And so get yourself ready for it. Get your your pen and uh, paper and your iPhone or your recorder, whatever it is, lay it by faith, lay it there by your bedside and get ready to hear from him. I mean, when I, I, I have been dreaming since I was a child, but uh, sometimes I will just be singing all night. I'll wake up and I have songs in the night or I'll be in tongues. I'll wake up and I'll be praying in the middle of the night and not even realize that's what's happening. Or I'll, I'll wake up in the morning. It's so sweet. Uh, I'll have a song come to my heart immediately as I wake up. But 
Just posture yourself. If there's anything that has burdened you during the day, release that. Be sure you release, you forgive that person or you just release it to God and just keep praying till you know that it's been released and you've given it to him. You're ready to go to sleep and hear him and then just rejoice. I mean, I rejoice when I go to sleep knowing that he's going to come because he's been doing it for years for me. The problem isn't that he doesn't come. I believe, I believe that it's because we're not, uh, conditioned to to know that he's speaking. And so it's Mm. listening. It's another intimate time with him. And that's why I don't want to miss it. I mean, I can have stuff during the day, but why waste the night too? I want everything that he can give to me. And if you have a heart to receive everything, then I believe that you too can hear him in the night season. And uh, I also just posture myself not to jump up and run off unless, you know, you have something and you have to, but um, I don't jump. I wait in his presence when I wake up and say, Lord, uh, is there anything else? You know, it, I'll write down the things that I hear as I wake up, but then I'll say, is there anything else? And I'll say, as I go over my dreams, I say, can you prophesy to me, Lord, about these dreams and give me a word from the scripture. I always tie it with the word to make sure that I'm not prophesying something that's out of my flesh or something else, but I want to have it tied to the word of God, because then you know that it's, uh, it's grounded and it's connected to who he is and to his heart. So make mm-hmm. sure it lines up with the word. That's so important. And in the middle of the night too, I get up. I didn't mention that, but if I wake up during the night, I take the time to write it down and mm-hmm. I make sure I write, even if I hear one word, Say, if I just heard the word red, I'll write down red. I know that may sound funny, but I feel like the Lord says, if he, if you take, he'll take a little and make it a lot. And if you steward what he, he gives you, he's going to give you more. And so I, that's what I think when I think, okay, you know, I got to steward this because he's going to give me more if I even one word. So I'll write down one word. And then I, later on, I will have a time of meditation And meditation is so wonderful. That's where you have the encounters of God, where he'll come and uh, he'll take you into the throne room, or maybe he'll take you to other, I've gone to other countries, I've ministered places in my encounters with him, not only in dreams, but uh, just meditating on him and in worship in the front of the church. And uh, he's done such marvelous things, you know, just some of them you can't even describe, really. You can't describe them. One morning I woke up and I had had a hard day the day before and I was really struggling over it, but I released it. And then in the morning I woke up, there was such a peace. There was such a peace. And I could see, I could hear all of my cells in my body. This I sound strange, but it's actually mm-hmm. what I could hear. I could hear them saying everything that has breath, praise the Lord, every cell within me. And it was the most peaceful place that I'd ever been in my whole life. I just uh, wanted to be there forever and ever. But anyway, I hope that helps you. Yeah, it's really helpful. It's because because you're living this life. And I love what you, there were so many things you said then that were just nuggets, but I love that you you said that you now have that like excited expectation every night because you've got a history that's built there, right? Every night you're going to sleep 
clearing your heart, you know, making sure there's nothing there that's been a burden from the day. And then you're full of expectation because you know he's going to speak to you in the night season, you know. And I just think that's what when we practice his presence like this, hey, and we, we the expectation does build inside of us as the history builds with him of our relationship and how he engages with us. And I just think that's very precious. And then there was something else I wanted to ask you when you were speaking, you were talking about your encounters, right? So you have profound dreams every night Mm -hmm. that you really do empower the body of Christ by sharing the nuggets that come to you. And then, um, and obviously you, you move in experiences and visions and encounters. And there was an encounter that Brian, your beautiful husband shared with me a little bit of, which is one of your wilder ones. And I wanted to see whether you'd be comfortable to go there, but it reminded me, would you share with us? Would you share with us? We, it was actually during a conference. We had a conference by Robert Stearns, and yeah. it was a beautiful, it was a majestic conference. We had uh, kettle drums, and and they were playing the kettle drums, and everybody just spontaneously began speaking out the different names of God, you know, one mm-hmm. after the other from this place in the sanctuary, from this place, just people one after the other. And I was actually bowed down before the Lord in the front, and he came on me, the, the presence of the Lord came upon me and I could feel his, uh, he put a mantle over my shoulders and he put a crown on my head. And I just felt like the authority of God was coming into me, but more than that, his love and his affection and his care for me. And, and so I just laid out on the floor, prostrate before him. And as I lay there and I could feel his presence his majesty from the the worship that was going on everybody was fully engaged in worship as well as my heart was engaged and I began to just little by little just begin to float off of the floor I thought oh this has this has to be illegal you know I (laughs) god or is this the enemy I don't know what this is I've never had this before but it was again so peaceful so uh, beautiful. Wow. And, and it was later that I began reading about the saints of old, where they would be lifted up. Uh, one wow. of them, actually, they chained him to the communion table, because if they mentioned Jesus, he would float into the air, and they had to bring him back down. So he wouldn't just float off. So anyway, oh, wow. that gave me some reassurance, but I, it actually <laughs> two times so the second time I thought okay it's all right I love you Lord I love uh, what you're doing you know it's just yeah. you can imagine how it feels to float so it, it oh was never so you- I do not share it because people do not understand uh, the manifestations and they say that uh, sometimes he bypasses your brain to get to your heart and he surely got to my heart that day yeah. Yeah. Well, do you know, honestly, I mean, I am hungry as everybody that watches this show is hungry for them more. And thank you for being vulnerable and sharing one of your life treasures with us, Candice. I really honor that and respect it. And I want it as well because it's legal levitation, right? (laughs) But I remember listening to a testimony of that. You said many of the saints of old experienced this and, you know, the mystics who just devoted their life to Jesus and just began to move in extraordinary experiences. And I remember reading an account of one of Francis, um, not Francis Metcalf, um, a Catherine Coleman's meetings. 
mm-hmm. um, where people were recorded as they, they during the worship they danced off the platform and they were oh, dancing goodness. in midair and hundreds of people saw them and then at the end of the worship they danced back onto the platform and landed gently on the platform all experiencing the presence and the love of God you know and just how big is our God hey yes well we had that happen not off the platform but we had people dancing with angels in our you could tell they were dancing with someone and then we had jill austin i don't don't know if you've ever heard of her amazing amazing, (laughs) she's amazing she said they're dancing with angels and uh and i had actually my hands one worship service my hands followed the words you know and i had no control over them they just went this kind of a dance of my hands that wasn't a dance of the rest of my body, but I had no control over where my hands were going with where they were moving so beautifully with the words and the worship that was going on. So uh, we've seen revival in our church and we've actually, we love to go to revivals to receive more of what God's doing, but he's doing it right in your home. You don't have to wait for a church service. You don't have to wait for anybody. You could have that right in your home right now. So he's so good. He is so good. He is so good. Don't you want to be able to experience this, guys? Oh, my gosh. I just I love it. And there's something else I heard you say as well, Candice, which was that it's really about desiring more of God that sets us up to experience more. Simple as that. It's the spiritual hunger, that hunger in our hearts to know him that brings in these extraordinary experiences we just start there hey oh my gosh I could talk to you for hours and hours <laughs> Candice we're gonna have to stop I can't believe how quickly that time has gone so just in finishing could I just ask you we have a couple of minutes can I just ask you to pray for everybody like a really what an impartation of what you walk in that you know that there would be multiplication amongst the body of Christ for that if that's okay for you to do Yes, Lord, thank you so much for your love, Lord. Thank you for your glory. Lord Jesus, we just felt it today, Lord. We just say we want more. We want more of you, Lord. Increase in our life, Lord. We just want to hear you. We want to be with you, Lord Jesus. We say increase that intimacy, Lord. Take us into your heart to understand what you're doing, what you're saying, Lord Jesus. We want to be near to you, nearer than we were yesterday, nearer than we were just a few minutes ago, Lord. We say let that love deepen, Lord Jesus. And we thank you, Father, that you do speak to us, Father. So I just pray. Pray, Lord, that you would speak to your people, Lord, through dreams, through vision. Don't let them miss out on what you're doing, Lord Jesus. Help them to have eyes that are focused on you, Lord. And we say, just take them up into the throne room, Lord, where they can be with you, Lord, where they can see what you're doing, where they can hear, can focus, Lord, and they can walk in victory, Lord Jesus. We thank you for what you're doing on the earth. And we just say, give us more of your love, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I agree. Absolutely powerful. Amen. That we will live from the throne in this hour, from heaven into the earth, knowing Jesus on unprecedented level. So, amen. Candy, thank you for giving us your precious time and for sharing. I'm honored. Thank you. Oh, it's just so lovely talking with you. And guys, thank you for giving us your time today as well. Have the most amazing week going deeper and deeper and having your minds blown by how big our God is. (laughs) Look forward to being with you again next week. God bless.
Hi, if you really enjoyed today's show and you want to go deeper with Jesus and experience his love and his presence more than you ever have, then I have a present for you, a free gift. If you want to jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and just click on and sign up, then you will receive one of my teaching videos that I have created especially for you that will not only give you a few keys just very, very quickly that you can uh, utilize in your daily walk with the Lord, um, but also I'm going to take you there as well. So it's an activation. So yeah, so jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and you are going to be so blessed.